0: I've had a bit of a conversation going with a couple of friends of mine and um, perhaps more so an inner dialogue with me, myself and I uh, recently about the pressure of purpose and what even is purpose and what drives us, what drives that sense of purpose. And really, I would say at the root of all of this is what is our inner happiness or satisfaction or Maybe lack thereof. So, there's a lot to unpack with this topic. So, yeah, let's talk about the pressure of purpose. This is Corinne Bloom, and you're listening to Raw Conversations. I was having a conversation, well, a message exchange with a friend of mine, and We've talked about this before where I don't know if you've had this experience, but um, I wish I had never been told that I was special (laughs) or that I would do great things or that I was fated to do such great things. And this is from a very young age. First, it was as a ballet dancer and then when I moved into choreography and acting and there was always, you know, a tremendous amount of support from people in my life, which on one hand I'm very grateful for. And on the other hand, there is um, naturally a kind of expectation that comes through that. Uh, One that is imposed by others, but also a self-imposed expectation that we should be doing great things. And, um, it seems weird to say that. I wish I had never been told that I was special because, you know, on one, you probably most people are going, Well, God, you're so lucky if you're told that you're special or talented or that you'd, you know, be super successful or be famous or be this and that and the other. But it, it's, um, there's a shadow side to it. And I was, I've been thinking about this. It's like, well, what is our motivation? To be purposeful in life and for that purpose to be regarded by the many, to be witnessed by the many. I mean, when I was 15, 16 years old, I was told I was going to affect the masses. You know, ooh, that's a that's a heavy one to carry. <laughs> that is a big weight. But the thing is is that I've always had a very strong sense of purpose from when I was really young, almost like I came into this life really knowing what my soul's mission is. And so part of my frustration when I don't feel like I'm there yet is is isn't always in um like measuring up to other people's predictions or expectations or hopes and desires of my, you know, my talent or my ability or what i have to offer or how i'm going to succeed but actually i'm 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 measuring it up to my own inner knowing so one of the things that i was thinking of is like well okay what drives us is it our lack of self-worth and we're trying to prove something is it society's constant dangling of the carrot in front of our nose being like, you're not enough as you are, so you need to keep doing and succeeding, and you need to be famous at it. You need to be well known. Like Hollywood and Disney and all of this shit, I think is a real mind fuck. Excuse my language, but I really do think it is because life isn't Hollywood. Life isn't Disney. Life isn't just like, you know, the night comes in and sweeps you off your feet and ta da, happily ever after. That's not how life works. And yet we're measuring ourselves by this really unrealistic expectation that is just not even human? Or is it that, you know, th- there's a kind of pressure that comes in because we just have an inner knowing of what we're here to do. And that could be anything. You know, I've talked about purpose before. It could be anything, but something that drives us. And, you know, maybe it's all three and, and more than that, but, as I was saying, I've I've always had this knowing from when I was really young of kind of what my my mission is here. And so I'm measuring myself by going, mm, are you living your purpose, Corinne? Are you are you measuring up to what you know you're here to do? And I've gone through different phases and cycles in my life where sometimes I can go, you know, yeah. I've, I've seen the manifestation, I've seen that come into fruition, I felt what it feels like and it feels really wonderful and yet there was always the like, yeah, but there's more, there's more. And was it coming from not enough or was it coming from I just know that there was more in me or I know that like, I don't want to just talk in front of a few people, I want to talk in front of a few thousand people. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm someone that um, is very at home in that space, not because I'm like, look at me, put the spotlight on me. It's because I love connection and I love speaking in front of people and I love creating an energy with a group of people to um, remind people of who they truly are and that it's okay to be their human selves and just to bring in a bit of magic. I, I have to say one of my long, you know, a client that I've known for a really long time, she still, she says, you know, oh, it's the Corinne magic. And it's all, I'm always so touched by it, you know, and and when I'm feeling a little bit down, I think about that. So if you're listening, thank you, you know who you are. Because it's like, we all have a bit of magic to share. And when, when I know that when I'm in my purpose, quote unquote, we'll talk about what the hell that means. (laughs) Um, That's when I feel alive. Now here's the hard thing is that when I don't feel like I'm fully living my purpose, it becomes a big pressure because I don't feel as fulfilled. And and really life is made up of the mundane moments in every single day. And not just the mundane moments, but the beauty in those mundane moments and the magic that can come come out of those mundane moments. But the thing is, is life is really lived moment by moment, experience by experience by experience. And, you know, so we're not always on the stage or we're not always, um, you know, finishing some great project or we're not, uh, it's not always these great highs, right? Some of it is very kind of just, yeah, mundane and ordinary and not very exciting and nothing to report home about or, And yet those moments, because they make up our life the most, they need to, they need to matter. They need to have meaning. They need to also be fulfilling so that we're not constantly going, well, I will only be happy when when the book is published, when the film is produced, when I make that amount of money, when I have that house, when I have that number of kids, when I have that car, when it's the when in the future. And uh, again, I will go back to, you know, the, the story that we're kind of, the Hollywood story that we're sold is one that is a little bit like that. You know, you'll be happy when you have you know, X amount of followers or X amount of money. And if you you do any research, you know, millionaires, this is not enough now. They need to be multimillionaires. And then multimillionaires need to be billionaires. And then billionaires need to be multibillionaires. And so it is this never, ever enough. Like we would never get there. So there, that's one thing to contend, contend with, right? It's the not enough culture. And it's the culture that says you haven't made it until you've made it really big. But then if I strip it back to okay this is just me and my myself. This is me and my soul talking. And this is me and my soul's mission. I do feel a pressure. I feel a pressure and because I have the desire to express this part of myself to be of service to humanity, to share, because I know that I come to life. And if I can affect people in a positive way, that makes me truly happy. Because life's a bitch. It ain't easy, right? Being human is not easy. And if I can support people in, um, that we can all support one another in knowing that, like, we're all trying to do this without the manual, and we're trying to figure it out, and we all have our unique experience and journey and lessons that we're learning and there's no one size fits all and there's no you know there's no text there's no box that you can fit into and then be like boom yeah there you've done life well check like you've passed you know you got a good grade that is just again school doesn't prepare us for life school is a kind of (laughs) indoctrination of sorts one could say but it doesn't prepare us for life it doesn't prepare us for being human because being human is is messy and, uh, and beautifully messy sometimes, but it's, it's totally nonlinear and it's not neat and tidy and it's not within the lines and it's none of that. Right. And so there's a lot of people that, you know, especially as you get older, I think, especially as you get into your forties, you're like, well, what the hell am I doing with my life? But I see people in their twenties, in their late 20s, I think, you know, they're approaching 30 and they're like, shit, I'm failing. I'm failing at life. I'm not there yet. And I remember that. I remember being 26 thinking I should have had everything sorted out by then. And I look back and go, Oh, how cute. <laughs> how cute that I thought. Not to be patronizing, you know, to myself or anybody else, but oh God, that was just the figuring out time and there's still so much time, and I'm sure that people in their 50s, 60s, and 70s are looking at me at 42 going, oh, how cute. You know, you still have time. I don't know how many posts I've read of people that have been quote-unquote successful that say they didn't do their first this or that or the other until they forty-five, forty-eight, 42, 45, 48, 50, 55. I remember seeing this beautiful woman that was 85 and learning how, how to do archery, and that was just like the passion of her life. 85, right? So we need to look at life, we need to stop looking at life linearly. And yet I still have this sometimes daily pressure and dissatisfaction because I'm not where I want to be. Now I'm in a particular position where I'm not satisfied being where I am, you know, and it's, um, living geographically I mean and I do think that has a profound effect on us you know people say wherever you go there you are absolute truth to that absolute truth but I have done so much goddamn internal journeying that I'm kind of ready to be out in the world and yet I'm in a place where that's just it's not happening it's not possible it's it's um yeah sleepy times here and so I'm really frustrated with the universe because it's like, I'm here, I'm ready, I'm willing. But like, it's your move. It's your move, universe, <laughs> because I am i don't know what my next step is. And so I ask myself, but why do I feel this level of like, why can't I just be satisfied with what is. And, and maybe it's because I don't feel like my life here is full enough and alive enough. And I'm just simply not in the right environment. It's kind of like when you've been in the ocean and then you get put into a pond and you're like, wait a second. Nope. I'm way like I've seen a far greater world. I've experienced it. I know that I can be a much bigger fish than this. This pond is just too claustrophobic. So that might be my case. But what I want to get to, which is maybe more universal is this drive, this drive in us. And if, if it's not coming from a place of needing to prove ourselves, maybe, and maybe in part it is right. And that's something that we need to look at. Like, am I trying to prove something? I've been watching, I don't watch TV like ever. I haven't had a television in in decades. Um, but every now and again, if someone recommends a series, I'll take a look at it and you know, if I like it, obviously I'll watch it. And I'm, I've been watching this, um, series called Daisy Jones and the six. And I was really thinking about this whole thing about purpose, like, okay, what happens when, you know, we see this in films and in stories so often and in real life that, um, you know, the person gets what they've been dreaming of their whole life and they're still not happy. Or I see people that um, maybe they are in a really happy partnership or marriage and they have, you know, amazing friends and amazing life, but they're not feeling fulfilled in their uh, career, in their work life. Or people's careers are doing amazing, but they still, you know, like years and years and years have gone by. And they're not in the relationship they want to be in. There's always something where, where maybe they have a great career and they have a great marriage, but they've got health problems. Where they, There's always a point of tension. There's always something that we're kind of working on. And, and so I think, again, going back to the beginning, it's like this, are we just measuring ourselves to a really delusional, um, I don't even know what the word is, Like just concept with this whole kind of happily ever after and that you get everything and then you're happy. That life isn't just all happy or all sad or linear straight line or that there's always going to be a point of challenge. I mean, in my darkest moments, I'm like, what the hell is this shit? Like, is this just the place where we come to suffer? (laughs) <laughs> because when it really is bad, like, you just think, this is a prison planet. What are we doing here? Why did I come back here? Like, I I, I want to go home. And um, why? Why do we have to struggle? And then my higher self comes in and goes, well, the struggle is where we grow. You know, the cracks is where the light comes in. As, I don't know who was the original, maybe Leonard Cohen that said that And that is the beauty, like through, as I've shared before, through the suffering, through the challenge is how we grow and expand and get to know ourselves. And, you know, as annoying as it might be to hear, like, there's always something to learn from this experience. There is always a lesson, not in like the universe is testing you. Have you passed this lesson? No, I'm sorry. It's not that. It's what have I come here to learn? How do I want to grow? Because we do grow through learning we just do. And, um, I think that's what intrigues the soul to come back here, even though I'm having a good conversation with myself going like, I don't know. I think I want to take a holiday next, next round, <laughs> indefinite holiday out of office. Please do not disturb. <laughs> um, but you know, we come here for, at the very least, to have an experience and I think we all want that experience to be meaningful right and so maybe this is what drives our purpose or our passion or some whatever it is because we want to create meaning here and there is also something about um, this came up in in the in the show it's like well you could just do whatever you love doing and just do it for yourself or do it for a few others. But, you know, obviously, this is having to do with being a singer and, you know, singers want to perform. And so, this one character was like, Yeah, but you, why would you just keep it to yourself? Don't you want to share it? It's to be shared. Like, art is to be shared, it's to be put out into the world for people. And again, I think that creates this amazing. Um, point of connection. I love that about performing, whether it was dancing or singing or acting or, you know, creating a piece of choreography or when I'm leading a workshop or, you know, even in an odd way doing this, because if people are listening, there is an energetic connectivity that is happening. and, And that I think is really so beautiful and probably really inspiring for the soul because, you know, again, my belief system, but back home, like we are naturally interconnected. We are interconnected here, but we just have been taught to forget that and to fragment ourselves and, and believe that we're separate, right? Like that's the biggest spiritual, um, well, I I won't say spiritual, but that's the biggest, um, misconception of existence is that we're disconnected. So of course we crave connection. And there is no better way of connecting. Of when you have people that are, it's an energetic thing. You are connecting through a resonance and an energy, and that's what happens either through a song, or through a film, or through a story, or through a talk, or through a piece of art, or um, a dinner, or a picnic, or a, what. It's when people come together and create something um not just the art of what is being created but the the energy of what is being created when people come together and i think deep down this is what drives us it our, our what drives our purpose is to bring meaning into our existence and so when there isn't meaning in our existence i don't know about you but it's fucking depressing it's really sad because I I know now, I've had enough life experience to know when I'm in that state where I feel connected and alive and where life is meaningful. You know, what I'm doing is meaningful. When I have sessions, I totally feel like that. When I'm working with clients, I totally feel like that. When I'm doing these podcasts, it taps me into that and I love it. I don't know who's listening on the other side, but thanks for <laughs> listening. But I can feel that or when I'm writing or... You know, I haven't danced in a long time, but when I used to dance or when I sing or when I'm, you know, spending time with a group of people um, that I really value the conversation. And so the opposite of that is like if I'm with a group of people where I don't resonate and I'm not having the depth of conversation that I really want, it's not on the level of expansion that I would like or... You know, if you're doing something or being somewhere where there just isn't that meaning, it's like, oh, why am I here? <sighs> why? You know, and for some people, that might not be such a big question. Maybe some people are really happy kind of going through their day, day in and out and doing the same thing. And there's a certain routine in that and there's a enoughness in that. And then there are some of us that like, God, we can't get to the bottom of the sea like there just keeps on you know, being more and more and more and more and more depth. (laughs) You know, it's like they still haven't explored the entire sea, right? It's endless. It's infinite. Just as the universe, they still haven't explored everything in space, right? There continues to be more. I believe our beings are like that. And some of us are just like willing to go way, way down, (laughs) And sometimes it's like, that's really cool and magical and interesting. And other times you just kind of want to land somewhere. You're like, oh, can I just surf here for a little while and enjoy, really enjoy it. So this pressure of purpose, how can we um, take away that pressure? I don't have the answer. I wish I did. All I can say is that if you feel it, you're not alone. If it makes you sad, you're not alone. Um, And also, you know, I guess what I would always, always return to if there's that feeling of pressure is firstly just really inquiring where is this pressure coming from? Is it my soul's purpose? Is it society? Is it my lack of self-worth is it am i trying to prove something to you know my parents my peers myself society like uh, you know always questioning the intention behind our actions i've said this before it's it's less about the action and it's more about what motivates that action is that, that we need to pay attention to So I think we can filter through that, right? Like if you're really looking for some kind of external validation, that might be a great invitation to come back and go, okay, what part of me doesn't feel worthy enough as I am and how do I, you know, how do I attend to that with loving attention so that my my driving force isn't about being validated or to prove anything, but it's just a pure excitement of just the sheer expression of what brings me joy or what I know I'm good at and I want to offer humanity or what really inspires me and so I want to create that and share that because why not like right we're here to have an experience and why not enjoy that experience and I think part of this journey is that we're just going to have moments of suffering and struggle and I think we need to get out of that being something wrong or bad and knowing that that's all grist for the mill but just also equally taking off this pressure that we have to be something that is so much better than who we are or that we have to do it on this massive scale. I mean, I do feel from a soul level, a soul's mission level, I do feel like I'm here to do big work, but I'm also trying to just be really grateful for when a client says that I've like changed their life or help. I've been a part. I can't say I've changed their life that's too big of a responsibility. (laughs) Um, I've been a part of helping them change their life. That is such a freaking honor. Like, really, I'm so humbled by that. That is such an honor. So there's a part of me that's like, can I just bask in the enoughness of that? I think um, when I feel like it's not enough, I think it's more because I know what I'm capable of and I can envision so clearly I can see it I can feel it how um the the life that I want to be living and creating and you know if you know anything about Joe Dispenza he'd be like yeah create it you get to create it you know so i'm frustrated with the universe and myself being like i'm in a place where i can't create it and yet i'm not clear with what the next step is so it's this balance it's this dance of like the basking in the beauty of the enoughness of what is here and then also really supporting that that passion of the part of us that knows that there's more that we want to experience and i think it's a dance it's a dance, and sometimes we expand into it, and sometimes we contract in it, and and sometimes there's a bit of a plateau. And like I said, I don't have an answer for it, but I think all we're ever asked to do with any kind of experience is just to be with it, with presence and with love, and to listen, and so that the pressure is not so much. It does, you know, if we can transform the pressure that creates this angst or frustration or even depression sometimes to this listening process, this fine, this fine attunement almost of how can I be most true to this? What is my next step? Where am I now? Like, I know, oh, this is going to sound really funny, but like, I can imagine myself being interviewed at whatever point in the future and somebody being asking me like, you know, what my journey has been up until that point. And I can imagine myself reflecting upon this time and going, God, when I was in it, I just thought, Jesus Christ, is, ev- is anything ever going to change? you know i can't take this anymore i can't live where i'm living anymore i don't i don't want this stagnancy i really want consistent momentum and i want to i know where i want to be and all of this stuff and how frustrated i was and how i felt like nothing was happening or not enough was happening and yet i know with every fiber of my being because i can already feel it now that everything I've experienced up until this point and the last 10 years have been very different. You know, being a mother, living in a very isolated place, transforming my life in many ways throughout that time. I have gained so much wisdom. Maybe not a lot has happened in the external world, but I have gained so much wisdom. I have processed so much healing, and I know myself on such a more profound level that even when it's hard and even when it's feeling i'm feeling down or i'm feeling frustrated or i'm feeling this isn't enough because i know i have so much more to offer and i'm fucking angry at the universe or at myself or i'm crying because i'm thinking why like why why am i still in this place even in those moments i understand how to show up for myself and that has been the wisdom Of the challenge and the suffering over, you know, I could say my lifetime, but I'll break it down just to say even the last decade. So nothing is ever lost. Nothing is ever lost. I might get really impatient to be like, okay, like, you know, I know this isn't a linear path, but I would like to be, you know, I'd like to be kind of in the next phase. And it's it's like the words don't even work, not next phase. I want to be unfurling into the next, you know, cycle of my life, let's say. And yet I know that this is not for null. You know, I I do reach moments where I think like last year I felt "Mm, not enough happened in my life that I thought, oh, that was a year wasted. But actually on, on deeper levels, it's never a year wasted. And actually all the moments and phases in my life that I look back and they seemed like a plateau, they were always the the, the foundation, the soil for something else to birth itself. And and to be honest, if I look back at myself 10 years ago, and I I did have wisdom and I did have things to share, but wow, I have so much more to offer now because I've experienced life. and, And I think the experience most especially that we have to share with humanity is like the hard times. You know, that, that's, that's like the fertilizer. That is literally the shit that goes into the soil to grow the rose. It needs it. It needs the shit. <laughs> you know, there, there's something so alchemical about that. And, and I, as I've said, and I will say again and again, the beauty of being human is our remarkable ability to transform and almost reinvent ourselves again and again and again and to evolve you know, to continue to grow if we choose to. So I don't think this has an end, this podcast. I think this is, I don't have an answer. There's no A to Z, you know, in three steps. It's, it's more the conversation of like taking away this pressure, but also recognizing that there will be pressure. And maybe that's just part of the process. And maybe that's fuel for the fire of our passion to light, you know, the flame under our ass to, to get ourselves out there and go, yeah, I'm going to create a life of meaning and find meaning even in the most mundane moments, but to not settle for, um, an unalive life and equally not pressurize ourselves to have this fantastical life that has to be the Hollywood happily ever after. Like just to be in the beingness of it all and in the mess of it all. And, know that that's part of it. Like that's just, it's the isness. It's just what life is, you know? And sometimes it's totally boring and mundane and frustrating. And sometimes it's so inspiring and beautiful and awe-evoking. And it is all part of it. And it is all normal and natural. And I think the best thing that we can do is be present and have the conversation. Have the conversation about how you feel about your purpose. Do you feel pressured by it? Do you feel inspired by it? Where do you feel unfulfilled? Where do you feel unsatisfied? Where do you lack meaning? What is it that you're striving for? What's driving that striving? What are you grateful for? What is enough? All of it. Like, Can we include all of it and know that this is an unfolding process and it's not linear and straightforward? And maybe we don't need the answers, but the conversation in and of itself changes something. It changes the molecular level. It changes the energy. And for me, it comes back to like, even as I'm sharing this and I'm feeling the connection of just putting this out there, the energy that is created by that, I can feel just how beautiful that is. And so sometimes it's not what we do, but what we transmit through that doing, no matter how small it is, no matter how few people that reaches. It doesn't matter if it's large scale or small scale it's the quality that matters. So I'll leave it at that. A lot to contemplate. As always, take it or leave it as resonates for you. Sit with it yourself. See what your own answer, well, I don't want to say answers, your own conversation might be within yourself. And um, to be continued as always. These conversations never end. They are lifelong. (laughs) All right. Loving you all from afar. been listening to raw conversations with Corinne Bloom thanks so much for showing up listening in and being a part of the conversation with me